Welcome to the RMM TV podcast. I'm Rennie McLean. We speak and we teach on the supernatural, how you, as an ordinary person, can do extraordinary things. Hi, I'm Dr. Marina McLean. The supernatural is meant to be lived naturally, and we do that through the teachings and instructions that you find right here on the RMM TV podcast. So, sign up today on the RMM TV podcast. Something supernatural is flowing towards you now. Something supernatural is happening in your life right now. God has put a word in my mouth for his people. If you didn't hear the revelation that I ministered on Monday, please go back and listen to it. You need to listen to it. It's not a sermon. It's a message from the mouth of God. We are going to pick up on where we left off on Monday night. If you didn't see the message, I would encourage you and exalt you to go and listen to that message again and again. The first of anything is the templates for whatever God is going to do throughout the rest of your year. So I want you to listen to that message and watch that message in your time. When you get the time, just make the time, first of all, to listen to what God is saying. We're going to pick up from that, and I'm going to give you a quick synopsis of it. The scripture says, that Ishmael cried and a miracle stream appeared out of nowhere. Ishmael was the first person post-Eden to see the manifestation of the creative power of God. He was the first one. So we understand that when God is going to do something new and different, he brings or he allows unusual situations to come into your life. Like on the earth right now, many of us have passed through an unusual year, having unusual situations. But God has something in store for us. And I want you just to begin to just lift your faith because God is going to meet you at the level of your faith because you're going to see your miracle stream. I want you to turn your Bibles with me, please, to Exodus chapter 17. And we're going to read verse 1 to 7 from the King James Version of the Bible. And it reads like this, And all the congregation of the children of Israel 
journeyed from the wilderness of sin. After their journeys, according to the commandment of the Lord, and pitched in Reedim. I want you to mark that word, that place, Reedim. And there was no water for the people to drink. Wherefore the people did cry with Moses and said, Give us water that we may drink. And Moses said unto them, Why cried ye with me? Wherefore do ye tempt the Lord? And the people thirsted there for water. And the people murmured against Moses and said, Where is this that thou hast brought us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our cattle with first? And Moses cried unto the Lord, saying, what shall I do with this people? They be almost ready to stone me. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go on before the people and take with thee of the elders of Israel and thy rod wherewith thou smotest the river. Take in thine hand and go. Behold, I who stand before thee, there upon the rock in Horeb, and thou shalt smite the rock, and there shall come out of it water that the people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. And he called the name of the place Massa and Mirabah because of the colliding of the children of Israel and because they tempted the Lord, saying, Is the Lord amongst us? Or not. <laughs> that right there is a message to itself. They said to themselves, because of the situations that they were in, is God with us? I don't know anybody who, in truth, who under trials, under circumstances, has not sometimes felt the absence of God. There are moments when you will feel that God is no longer with you, that God is finished with you, God is done with you. And that's what these were saying. But let's look at this story and let's hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to us. First of all, I want you to notice, look at where they were. They were not in a city. They were in a wilderness. 
You know the difference between the wilderness and the city mentally? A city is cluttered. A city is occupied. A wilderness is not. It's an empty place. In other words, the wilderness is the place of creative thinking. It's the place where divine imagination is needed. So they were in the wilderness after seeing signs, wonders, and miracles. Say it with me. Signs, wonders, and miracles. Their journey was that of signs, wonders, and miracles. Say it with me. Signs, wonders, and miracles. Say it again till it rises in your spirit. Signs, wonders, and miracles. They were in the wilderness. And for 40 years, all they saw was signs, wonders, and miracles. Say it one more time. Signs, wonders, and miracles. In the wilderness. In the wilderness. And the Bible now says now that they journeyed. Now, before I even pick up that word, do you remember last year I taught on the Lord is my shepherd? And I taught you that the backdrop for that song is the wilderness. And in the wilderness, what did David come along and say? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Hear me now. In a wilderness where there is nothing. And so we now go back now to Israel now as a nation. A nation is in the wilderness. And they are living by supernatural means under the direction of God Almighty. And in their journey, they stopped at a place called Reprodim. Now listen to this. This is going to speak a lot to you. Do you know what that name means? That name means place of rest. Now listen, this is something that God, only God can do to you, is to bring you to that place of rest. The place of rest in God, it is not a place of anxiety. It is not a place of stress. It is a place of what? Rest. When there's nothing that you can do, you know what God wants you to do? Rest. And in that place of rest, God is going to manifest himself. I don't know anybody right now who does not need God to show up and show out. He'll do it when you've come to the place of what? Rest. Now listen to this now. Oh my goodness. I want you to listen to this. I am so excited with this message. So repudi means the place of rest. And it's in this place that God manifests himself to his people. 
Now, listen to this now. There is the known supernatural. There is the acceptable supernatural. And there's the sovereign supernatural. The sovereign supernatural is nothing to do with faith. In fact, you could arguably say right now, that's why there are things that God has to do that is beyond even your measure of faith. There are things God is going to do that is clearly beyond us. Now, listen to this, because this is going to really open your eyes to something. They had seen miracles. They had seen signs and wonders. But instead of their faith and confidence growing in God, it was actually the reverse. Where they were supposed to meet the next situation with a higher faith, they had a lesser faith. Hear it again. Because this is powerful, and we have to grasp this. There is the known supernatural. When I say the known supernatural, the things you've seen God do over time, whether it be your healing, whether it be whatever, but there are certain things that are common. And there are certain things that are not common. And there are certain things that God does not do every time. There are certain things that only God can do in his sovereignty. And listen to this right now, please. The sovereignty or the supernatural sovereignty is where most of our questions will originate. Did you hear that? I'm going to say it to you again. The sovereign supernatural is where most of our questions will originate. Let me give you an example. You've been believing God for some things. He has not done them. It doesn't mean he's not going to do them, but he's just not going to do them when you expect him to do them. He has a greater time period in mind than the one you're in now. The moment you're in now, that will pass. But God has got something greater for you, something better for you. And he has marked and ordained a specific moment in time when greatness is going to explode in your life. Hear it again. The sovereign supernatural is where most of our questions will originate. This is why there are times we will, there are moments where we say, why? And then there are moments we say, how? And the reason why we struggle to believe is because we don't know why and we don't know how. And that puts everything on God, not on your faith, because you can't do it. Faith does not work out of ignorance. It works by knowledge. And so until God reveals it to you, it is not known. That's the mystery 
of the sovereign supernatural and that God himself has to do it. And when God does it is when we, like the children of Israel, Israel, we come to the place of rest. And in coming to the place of rest, you know what is required? You have to let go. Whatever you're holding on for security, you have to let it go because it is nothing in comparison to what God is about to do. As I'm speaking to you right now, God is about to do something in your life because he's bringing you to this place where it is sovereignly him. Now, listen to this now. This to me is powerful. Mm. Listen to this, please. Mm. There are times by God's design that provision is a mystery. I'm going to say it to you again. That in itself is a huge question. Hear it again. There are times by God's design that provision is a mystery. Now, you know the next word you have to add to that is sovereignty. Because there are times when what God is going to do is outside of our hands, in that it is despite us. But because of his love and mercy for us, he does those things that sometimes we truthfully don't deserve. We've not earned. We've not been right. But out of love and mercy, he does it. And hear me now, there are times, I, I've seen this, and I know every one of you, you're going to identify with, with this. There are times when provision is a mystery. Now, when we use the word mystery, it's a very simple word. The word mystery simply means something that is hard and difficult to understand. We serve a God who is mysterious and he chooses when and how to make himself known. And he also chooses when and how he's going to do a thing. Hear it again, because it's a powerful word. There are times by God's design, and hear me, listen to me good right now. You've done nothing wrong. You see, this is a, this, that's why I'm being you right, right now, you're being set free. You've done nothing wrong. You tithe, you give. You've done nothing wrong. You're okay, you're able to eat and live, but what you're looking for hasn't come yet. Hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. You've done nothing wrong. And it's in these moments the devil gets you to blame yourself. 
and accuse your own self of not having faith in God. For more Breakthrough Encounters, visit us on rmm.live.